If you've looked at what's happening in our society today, where it seems like morality is jeopardized, where it seems like people act in, an, in a way that just neglects virtues altogether, you may agree with me that Freemasonry, with its teachings, can help society as a whole get into a better place. Now, what would be the point in learning the lessons of Freemasonry or coming in contact with the lessons of Freemasonry if we don't put them to practice? In a recent episode of The Winding Stairs, I talked about the leadership structure of a lodge. I talked about the officer line. And in it, I talked about a, an acronym that I came about that can help us with membership. You see, if we have great things in masonry, but we can't put them in front of the right men that are going to put them into practice and become better men and help society, then we're not doing our job. And this acronym I'll present to you in a bit so that you can learn how to bring awareness to the craft and use the lessons of Freemasonry to build society even stronger. Welcome to The Winding Stairs. You have arrived at The Winding Stairs, a program dedicated to Masonic education and the art of self-improvement. I am your host, Juan Sepulveda, and I thank you for spending some time with me as we explore how we can help the fraternity grow, thrive, and really have an impact in society. But first, I want to say thank you to our supporters on Patreon for making shows like this possible. I'll tell you a little bit about them later on in the show. In the recent episode that I mentioned on The Winding Stairs, I talked about the acronym AJAR. And I described the fact that our fraternity seems to have the doors wide open and people are coming in and leaving out. Almost like if you had a room where people are just walking in, doing nothing inside of that room and exiting the door. At least that's how it looks like when you look at the membership numbers over the past few decades. Now, Freemasonry is not alone in a decline in membership. Churches, fraternal orders, civic societies, they have been in a decline, especially in the United States. People don't seem to be joining things. People don't seem to be committing to volunteer organizations. Now it's a shame because Freemasonry offers some lessons that can help men really become the best version possible of themselves and by consequence have a positive impact in their families, their communities, and society as a whole. So having this ajar door where people are joining Freemasonry and they're just exiting out the other door is of no good. So how can we help or what can we do in order to change this? In the acronym ajar, we have awareness, joining, activation, and retention. And I'll explain them in detail so that you can see how in your lodge you can put them into practice so that you can help change the tides of membership and retention. So on this episode, we're going to focus on the first letter of ajar, which stands for awareness. How can we build awareness in today's society? Well, I'm going to start with some things that are going to have impact in the community. The first one is community involvement. And there are two ways to really have community involvement. Number one is outward. 
How do we take our fraternity and our membership and we go out and incorporate ourselves into the community? An example could be, let's say for example, there's a, a county fair. There could be a presence from your lodge with a table offering information about membership into the fraternity. Or if there's a charity that your lodge supports, you can go there and offer a presence to raise funds for that charity, but you could all be wearing your Masonic shirts where it shows the, the name of your lodge. Perhaps you can have a table with information about Freemasonry at the same time that you're raising funds for that charitable organization. See, that's the way in which we can go out into the community and build awareness about what we do, what we stand for, and how the community can benefit from us being around. The other way is an inward kind of awareness. If we bring the community to us, one of these ways could be, for example, like something that some lodges do here in my district, Winter Garden Lodge does a, a parade. They do a July 4th parade. And the lodge is open for people to come in during the parade and perhaps enjoy some meals or enjoy some entertainment. Like I know that in past years they've had like ponies outside that people can come and pet, but it's a way to attract people in and engage in a conversation so they get to understand what we do, what we stand for. Our lodge, Orange Blossom Lodge number 80 in Kissimmee, Florida, gets involved in a July 4th activity where we actually go out into the community and and bring uh, meals to our first respondents while they are out in the in the community, making sure that people are safe and uh, secure during the parades. So this is a way in which we can get involved with the community, have a presence out there so people can get to know us a little bit better. Another way in which we can increase awareness about our lodges and our fraternity is by charitable contributions. Freemasons donate millions of dollars every single day to charitable endeavors. Research for illnesses like Alzheimer, like uh, heart disease. If uh, through the efforts that are put together by Shriners Hospital, the, they take care of burn victims and their families. Uh, there's an, a great number of ways in which the fraternal order of Freemasons in, and all their appendant bodies contribute monetarily every single day to charity. Now, some of this charitable contribution is very, uh, very subtle. So nobody really knows, nobody really hears about it. Only the people that are benefiting from those donations are the ones that are aware that it's really happening. But there are others that are more, more public. And if you think about, some people say, well, let not your left hand know what your right one does. And I've seen some studies where it shows that if you make public the fact that you are contributing to some sort of charity, not only are you contributing personally, but also the people that see this may be motivated to either give or give more than they intended to give before. So there's a net positive, if you think about it, in having a public-facing effort that involves charitable contributions. As if that wasn't enough, millions of man hours are donated to civic organization, nonprofit organizations, and disaster relief. Lodges, Grand Lodges, districts, they come together whenever there's a disaster 
And men go out there and their families and they contribute hours of labor, millions of hours of labor every year to help and relief other people that are struggling or going through some difficult times. These are old opportunities for people to become aware of who we are. Awareness about Freemasonry can also be increased by participating in public parades. I just mentioned the July 4th parade that Winter Garden uh, does and the one that's uh, Orange Blossom supports, but there are many parades that if organized with plenty of time, a group of brothers can go and they can carry a banner, they can carry some Masonic regalia, uh, whatever your, uh, your particular jurisdiction allows, but it gives a public face to an organization that many people are unfamiliar with. Many people have some misconceptions about what Freemasonry is about. And here's an opportunity for them to see real people from their own community publicly showing their pride in being members of this fraternity. This is not something that we need to hide. We love this fraternity. And there's a lot of benefits that come with being uh, a member. There's a lot of good that comes uh, about into the community by our involvement in this fraternity. So by being very uh, visible out in the community, we also continue to increase awareness. If you're enjoying this episode, you will love our newly redesigned website, thewindingstairs.com where you will find free access to our entire podcast catalog. By visiting thewindingstairs.com, you will also discover our growing collection of Freemasonry-inspired art. That's right. Bring elegant artwork featuring the profound symbols of masonry to your home, office, or lodge. You'll be happy to know that we've also expanded our apparel collection to include new, discreet designs in sizes up to 5XL. We can't wait for you to see them. Support our efforts to share Masonic education and inspiration by visiting thewindingstairs.com today. Thank you. Here's another way that you might not have thought about. I'm sure you've seen in a courthouse or a public school or hospital on the corner of a building, you may see a plaque or a, a stone facade with the square encompasses and some dates in them. Well, that's, that's a cornerstone dedicated by a Masonic Lodge. The ceremony that happens whenever a cornerstone dedication happens, it's impressive. It really gives people from the public a, a glimpse into the kind of ceremonies that we are involved in. It kind of shows the reverence that we have for the Creator. It shows the commitment we have for the community. It shows many of the positive aspects that we want people to be aware of and ideally get involved in masonry by seeing that example. So perhaps finding out in your community if there's going to be a building erected and seeing if there's a possibility that your lodge and your grand lodge can be involved in the dedication of their cornerstone. Most of the time this is going to be a public building, something that is uh, done with public funds. But Check with your, your local jurisdiction, check with your lodge, check with your ground lodge and see if this is something that can be done in your area to increase awareness of Freemasonry in your community. Now, if you've listened to my show before or my involvement in the Masonic Roundtable, you know that I'm passionate about lodges being out there in the 21st century using the tools of the day. Having a public facing website 
that is that is decent that it has all the necessary information like i said all the all the w's right the what the why the who the when all of those questions are answered like for example what are we about and what do we do uh, why do we do it like what's the purpose of freemasonry who is eligible to join the fraternity if we have a public facing website that has answers to many of these questions whenever someone is looking for information about freemasonry in a local sense they can find your lodge and they can perhaps through their fill a form or send an email or connect with someone in your lodge to get to learn more and perhaps become a part of an organization. This public facing information doesn't have to be limited to just the website. It could just be as simple as having a, a Facebook page. You can have two officers that are administrators of that page and it can have all that basic information, contact information, when do you meet, where do you meet, uh, a little blurb about the, the kind of things that we do, but more importantly, photographs, video of the kind of things that we do. Imagine if you're interested, or if someone who doesn't know about Freemasonry wants to learn more about it, and they start searching on Facebook for Masonic Lodges, and they come across your Lodges page, and they see photos of the recent parade that your Lodge was involved in, or they see photos of the Cornerstone dedication, or they can see that you participated in some disaster relief, or you participated in the donation of a scholarship to a local student, all of these are things that are going to highlight the good works that we do in the fraternity. So not just having contact information and no images. When I joined the lodge that I joined, one of the major decision uh, factors was that I was able to see photos of the people that were members of the fraternity. And I could see myself interacting with them. I could see it's like, oh, these they have young guys like me they have uh, a diverse community like i would like to belong to and that's one of the reasons why i joined the lodge that i joined we often hear about the height of membership in the fraternity of freemasonry and i've heard numbers as high as 4.1 million members in the united states in the 1950s that's a significant number uh some estimates that i heard about four percent of men in this country might have belonged to the fraternity at one point that's a significant number of men now what what's happened well there are a lot of factors that have affected membership decline and a lot of the involvement in in the fraternity but one of the things that i like doing when i look at old photos of of freemasonry is I wanna see how they used to do things. What things did they do differently? One thing that stands out was how public the, the parades were. You would see parades of hundreds of Masons, but they weren't just in casual clothes. They were These were men that were elegantly dressed with their top hats or their, uh, their coats, or their, uh, their suits, and it was impressive. You could imagine someone in the sidelines seeing this group of distinguished men and maybe aspiring to one day belonging to the fraternity. That's something that we still have at our disposal by being involved in parades like I mentioned earlier. Also, buildings. 
the, the beauty and the grandeur of the buildings that were made back then for lodges was impressive. You would see a, a Masonic lodge um, that it was a larger than life kind of building, decorated impeccably. And whenever the meetings would happen, everybody dressed up nicely. Uh, and these are things that uh, I say are related to the pillar of beauty. Because these are things that are appealing. It adorns the, the labor that we do. So making sure that we're not neglecting that pillar of beauty so that when we invite the community to come in and look at our lodge, they're not coming into a place that they don't see themselves spending another minute, right? If they come in and the impression that they get is that this is a, a, a place that is falling apart, that is uh, poorly decorated, that is poorly maintained, they may not be enticed to, to learn a little bit more. They may be like dismissive and say, oh, I don't see myself doing anything in a place like this. So it is important that we do not neglect that pillar of beauty. And I want you to look out for a future episode of The Winding Stairs that I am putting together where I talk about the three pillars of masonry, strength, wisdom, and beauty, and how they support the structure of our fraternity. I don't want you to miss it, so if you're not subscribed to our show yet, please make sure to subscribe on your favorite platform, whether it's your favorite podcast player or on YouTube, or you can go straight to thewindingstairs.com where you can see this and all future episodes. Now, the conversation cannot end here. This cannot cover all the ways in which we can raise awareness about Freemasonry, about our local lodges, and about the efforts that we make in our community. So, what did I miss? Now's your turn to participate and let me know what other ways have you successfully done in your lodge to raise awareness in your community about your lodge? Let me know if you've heard of any other stories about things that people do in their lodges or that the Grand Lodges put together to raise awareness about Freemasonry and the local involvement in the community. Do so in the comment section here or make sure to find us in any of the social media. Just find The Winding Stairs and let us know there. We'll try to get involved in those comments so that we can have a continued conversation about finding ways to make sure that the door is not ajar and that those who enter into the fraternity are able to stay here, benefit from it, and eventually contribute to society as a whole. As always, I want to say a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon for making shows like this possible. Thank you for your generous participation in making sure that we are putting out good quality content that reaches people and informs them about Freemasonry and dispels some of the misconceptions that may be out there about the fraternity. Also, if you enjoy the show, any way in which you can support it is greatly appreciated by liking it, by sharing it with someone that can benefit from it, especially brothers in leadership positions in Lodge that can benefit from some of these uh, tips to raise awareness about the fraternity. I hope that you found some value in this episode. If so, please let me know what you liked about it. Make sure that share this with other people. And as always, thank you for your time. And until next time, may your steps be firm and your path illuminated as we continue our journey up the winding stairs. <music>